Country music icon Wally Norwood took a deep breath of morning air and let it out slowly. There was nearly no breeze this morning, yet enough air was stirring to wave the few reddish-gray strands of hair that had escaped from his long braid as he pulled the airboat along. He had traveled part of the distance to his favorite fishing spot the afternoon before. He hadn't used the big engine to move the boat, preferring to use his own muscles to get him the rest of the way there. Now, watching the sun rise slowly over the eastern glades, he was glad he had chosen not to disturb the early morning stillness. From the distance, he could hear the occasional grunt of a hunting gator, the call of some of the swamp birds, and closer still, the slap of a fish that had jumped out of the water to go after a low-flying insect. It was, to Wally's way of thinking, the most perfect time of day. A light fog hung low over the water, and it made visibility a little difficult, but that didn't matter much since he wasn't running the engine on the swamp buggy. Then he spotted the break in the trees that led to the secluded cove where he liked to fish. The early morning sunlight revealed a snake winding its way through the branches above, and Wally made sure to steer clear of it as he entered the cove. The last thing he needed was to get snake bit, especially with the concert coming up within just a few days. He had been the driving force behind the concert to save the Everglades. He had managed to put a lot of acts together for the concert, making it even bigger than the annual Farm Aid concert. He had been a driving force in that one as well. Charlie Daniels had agreed to perform, as had John Anderson, who had long been an advocate of saving the Glades. Blake Shelton and Taylor Swift had also agreed, as had Joey and Rory, who had the great song Cheater, Cheater out. It was good to see the young country acts taking up environmental causes. Wally Norwood pulled into the cove and then just let the swamp buggy drift as he laid the pole across the bow and picked up his fishing pole. He could just make out the vague shapes of stumps sticking up out of the water. He could almost sense the presence of a large-mouthed bass waiting in the roots of the mangrove stumps. Wally quietly laid the pole across the bow of the swamp boat and picked up his fishing rod. It was pre-baited with an artificial lure, and he sent the lure flying through the misty morning air to splash down within inches of the stump. Before the ripples had even stopped spreading, the line snapped taut, and Willie knew he had hooked a big one. Smiling, the red-headed singer began working his reel, doing his best to tire the big fish without tearing the hook loose. His pole bent under the fish's weight. Wally jerked the pole, setting the hook good, and then began to reel the fish in. Suddenly it caught on something. Wally jerked harder, and the fish started towards him, still fighting. Wally Norwood stopped, letting the fish take the line and run. He had suddenly lost interest in the fish. A body broke the surface of the water, bloated and gaseous, clothing stretched tight over the blotchy and fish-fed skin. Wally Norwood reached for his two-way radio, knowing his day had just been ruined. Wally was sitting on the swamp boat playing his guitar as the helicopter circled overhead. Police buggies from the local sheriff's department filled the cove. Wally sighed. He would never be fishing this particular spot again. One of the boats came roaring up on his, sliding to a stop, 
creating a wake that nearly threw him from his seat. Wally shot the driver a dirty look that went unnoticed. A man that Wally took to be the sheriff stepped over onto his boat. Wally Norwood? The sheriff looked at him questioningly. According to a few million fans, Wally smiled. You're under arrest for murder and for drug trafficking. Turn around and put your hands behind your back, the sheriff ordered. What the hell have you been smoking, sheriff? I reported this body. Wally shook his head, stunned. You know more about that stuff than I would. The sheriff reached out and grabbed his arm. Wally let the man turn him around and place the handcuffs on his wrist. He couldn't believe what was happening.